Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Uh, it's lovely to have you with us this Monday afternoon. We're here, of course, for Robot Building Supplies. Robot's got it. And Berwick BMW pre-owned vehicles ready for immediate delivery. Pox Rocks right throughout the show. Andy Harper, of course, is going to join us to help us wrap up what's been our part of the World Cup campaign. The big dogs come out uh, to play. Don't they? they start barking a bit louder once we get into the knockout stage. If you look at the four teams that have gone through so far mm. in the round of 16 games, they are global powerhouses. France. Netherlands, Argentina, France and England have beaten the United States, us, Poland mm. and Senegal. Now, England's stiff to uh, draw France in the uh, in the quarters. That's going to be a hell of a Is that game. just a well, – are they, are they, I assume they're done on world rankings and all those types of things. Yeah, so well, there's probably place, some logic yeah, to it. Yeah, well, it is, yeah. But still, there's a bit of luck of the draw, isn't there? Well, not if they're done on world rankings, no. Well, there is a bit of luck of the draw, Andy. <laughs> Well, no, not if there's no luck. Because some of there's some well, subjectivity. Well, you can be a bit unlucky if somebody's... There's some subjectivity in your rankings. If somebody's, there is an element. If somebody's dropped a position a month before the World Cup and you've jumped a position or something, that would mm. see you play a team like France. Who mm. who must be said... Mbappe. Well, he was a rocks. That man has got some skill. No, not some. A lot of. The most. The most. Okay. I, I, again... We should say this every time we cast yeah, we an opinion don't because really no, but no, no, no. The eye test suggests he's very talented. He, he magnificent player. <laughs> yes. He was good against us, right? He looked good against us. Had a spell. Uh, Had a spell. He and, did uh, against Tunisia Poland. Got it. Tunisia looked, got hold of him. It's true. Mm. He looked like he found another gear against the mm. Polish, and his two goals were things of absolute beauty. I mean, the his ability to create power. Mm. And control the uh, direction of the football while creating uh, enormous power. It's the art of the game. Andy. And working the angles. Mm. Yeah, very good player. Very, very nice. Andy Harper's been good enough to join us. I think he knows more about the caper than you and I. But I would I, think so. But I think you'd agree with us about him, mm. Bappe. Uh, Harps, he's a. Um, before we talk about the boys in green, gold, and white and the, the ultimate campaign that we've had, uh, the, the kid from France goes all right. I've got a bit of potential. <laughs> He's a hell of a player. Can you find a spot him in your team? Uh, I'd have to trial him first. Yeah, you know. right. uh, oh, I, I think he's got a couple of weaknesses I need to work on. So, hey, in this campaign alone, or just this campaign, Harps, the 2022 campaign that we've just lived through, for us to have challenged, uh, ultimately challenged Argentina and, and maybe gone another step or two deeper into this, how many, how many really good players are we away from being in a position to have beaten Argentina and gone a bit deeper? Oh, wow. What a question, Cocker. Um, fact of the matter is, one of our best players made the howl of it, put us behind, but two, Matty Ryan. Yeah. Um, that's, that's, that's a really good question. That's a really good question. I, I mean, we can't hide from the fact that... Let's go the other way. Who's, who's close or thereabouts now? Um... Well, Aidan Rustic is yep. the emerging talent. One sec. Andy Harper yeah, joins. Uh, yep. Agent. <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> Bloody all sorts of things going on. Mate, you're a busy hey, man. Agent. You're a busy man, and we, we, we're appreciative of any time you can oh, give us. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I get that. Um, now, Aidan Rustic is definitely the emerging talent. And, of course, he was ripped off and we by extension with his injury. So we saw in those closing stages against Argentina just the sort of quality it is, that he's got. Yep. Um, unfortunately, Aaron Moyes at the back end of his career um, because, you know, he after not much football in the last 18 months, really showed. And, and the other teams against which he was playing really took notice of his ability to control the tempo of the game. So Rustic will move into that. Um, you know, Riley McGree, with another year or two in Europe, is going to be a really dynamic attacking good. midfielder. Yeah. A couple of good centre-halves coming through. Um, and so then we need the Garang Quals. You know, the teenagers... Over the next two World Cup cycles, Marco Tilio, um, Garang Qual are the two in the frame at the moment to to grow into into seasoned pros because they've got the box of tricks that can that can hurt teams. But I, look, I think also we mustn't get caught up completely in the hype, understandable hype of this in, in, enormous performance. And this was basically the same group of players who struggled through qualifying. Yeah. Um, you know, so it, it's not all of a sudden as though this group of players is on the cusp of world domination. Uh, this was an incredible result, uh, uh, just a mighty performance by these players who really re- reasserted, redefined for all of us what it means to play in a team. All those beautiful things about you know teamwork and sacrifice and covering for your mate. And this really came to the fore. Um, they scored three world-class goals, which is bizarre because goal scoring had been a problem for most of the tournament. So, you know, you, you can't say that uh, a corner has been turned necessarily. Um, what we need to do is just appreciate the enormous effort that's gone into this. Uh, we've still got, the game has still got, obviously, a lot of, a, a lot of room for improvement. But this gives everyone the confidence uh, and the shot in the arm. We talked last week about um, perception, yeah. right? And yeah. this will help to change people's perception. And if this, if this almighty performance achieves nothing else other than to get people to start looking at themselves and their attitudes towards the game in this country, then it will have been a big win. Mm. Hey, uh, Andy, well, earlier on in the yeah. show, uh, Andy Mark, rightly so, he said with all the good that we've got to call out some of the things that we didn't think were so good. And, and he had a bit of a crack at Aziz Beach in that tackle that where he committed that foul and yeah. just thought that that was a complete, I mean, I'm summarising here, but a bit of a brain fade. That and, was a crucial moment. And a, and a very, very yeah. crucial moment. Uh, how did you see the impact of that particular decision? Because there was a bit of action afterwards and we were defending quite well, obviously. Mm. But uh, then uh, Messi does what Messi can do and made yeah. us look uh, made it pretty tough. Yeah. Look, I, I, hindsight's a wonderful thing. Mm. If Messi didn't score from that subsequent free kick uh, a couple of plays later, then no one would be shirt-fronting as is Bayich. Mm. Um, you know, I think there's probably there, there was probably a section of people who intuitively thought, oh, God, don't give a free kick away mm. here. They're getting under your skin. And, and we've seen it plenty of times. Um, but, you know, that, that, that's where the hindsight comes in because Messi still had to do his thing. There were still another six players around in that area to stop him. Yeah. Um, and, and Matty Ryan was caught just a little bit short. So... Yeah, Aziz was a bit impetuous, but part of this as well, and I'm not sure that he lost his rag necessarily, but part mm. of this, which has been celebrated through the rest of the match, mm. is is Aziz Bayic, um, uh, Kieran Bacchus, uh, Keanu Bacchus, standing up to these guys, not getting pushed around and staring them back in the face. And, and until the messy goal and before and after the messy goal, of course, that was an approach from the Aussies that everyone was really celebrating. Yeah, true. You, could have, you, you can't have your cake and eat it. So yeah. Aziz was trying, trying to stake out his territory. He felt he was wronged, and I tend to agree. And so he reacted. Um, but to pin that first goal on him 
uh, a little bit too convenient for me. I mean, his performance is incredible. And that run to score, I mean, I thought, Ooh. how's this for the irony of sport? We're going to have an Aussie, Aussie Turkish kid out of the eastern suburbs of Melbourne going to do a Messi on Argentina to equalise here. Um, it's a, it was a Maradona-like Messi run and thwarted by great defence. So, um, it, look, he was huge, as is just huge. What a performance from him. Uh, I don't hang him out to dry for that one particularly, but, uh, you know, I defend other people's right to disagree with me. No, I take all that on board and it's all fair and, and needs to be said. Harps, I don't know how much you've looked into this. We were talking last week, and uh, thanks again for joining us, but we're talking about the investment required. And let's get fair to him and let's have a go. And I had a look at the Football Australia website just to see where they're at. And as of this month, uh, for the next, you know, at least 12 months, there's a thing called Legacy 23 that Football Australia is committed to with um, federal and state government assistance. $276 million is going to be spent across New South Wales, South Australia, Tassie, Victoria, WA, um, with their state government support and the feds. How, how crucial is it, Harps? That's, that's not an insignificant amount of money. With the, with the Women's World Cup coming up now, a real focal point, and beautiful of Harry Souter to put that front and centre in amongst his own disappointment. How, how massive is the next 12 to 18 months for Australian football? Oh, Cocker, mate, it, it's incredible. I mean, this no one anticipated the kick that this Socceroos team was going to give everybody. And so that's a little, not just a little, that's a big bonus. The Women's World Cup was actually in everyone's frame. That was going to be the game changer. Um, and, and the Socceroos have added more impetus to that. And importantly, sports ministers have been in Qatar uh, live on the ground over there. And they've, they've actually seen what the Socceroos are up against. Right. Um, there's nothing seeing is believing, and two hundred and seventy-six million dollars is a mighty sum of money. You're quite correct, but actually, then you have to break that down. And if you were to create two hundred and seventy-six synthetic pitches, right, all weather pitches, so that kids could play all year and not get washed out by the council every time there's a drop of rain, um, there's there's your two hundred and seventy-six million dollar legacy fund gone yep. in two hundred two hundred synthetic pitches. Now, that's not going to be a game changer. I don't wish to sound ungrateful. What I'm trying to tell people is that the, the lack of attention to this point, and not just for football, but in sports facilities generally, um, is, is a crying shame for a country that just loves its sport so much. And so what's going to turn the dial for soccer seriously in this massively global sport um, are multiples of that cocker. That is the reality. Yeah, I mean, yeah. If, if you want to, if you want to go to the Formula One, you can't turn up in a go kart. No, so that's true. Choose what you want to do. Mm. Oh, I like it. I love where you go. Well, what do they, What do they have to do? Well, you do can if, turn up in a go kart. You're well, you not going to win. win. No, no, no. no. <laughs> in fact, you'll go very. You're not going to go very close. No, you cannot at all. <laughs> hey, but well, then what is the answer? Because how do they capitalise on this moment? Yes, the interest is there, but it fades very quickly, as we've seen in all, yeah. a lot of sports. How, of course. What, what's the What's the, the panacea to this problem in order to maintain it and really maximise the interest that's there right now? Yeah, well, the interest is, is more than just latent, uh, Gacy, because you're right, the circus will roll on and people will start, uh, their, their attention will go, the distraction will kick in and, you know, you know, p p childish ploys like the AFL releasing their next season draw at the same time the game kicked off. I mean, you want to you want an answer to the question, Andrew? That's it. That's that was it. pathetic. Put, mm. put your weapons down. Let's do this in the national interest. This is, doesn't have to come at the expense of Aussie rules, for God's sake. Mm. I mean, who, what are you trying to do here? Mm. This, is a, this is a team that everyone was able to enjoy. 
like everyone is able to enjoy Aussie rules through the winter months. What's the problem? Mm. Like, what's the problem? So until we can overcome those hurdles, there is no panacea. It's about leadership. It's about leadership of, of quote-unquote, competing sports. I hate even using the term. But competing sports, their leaders saying, hang on a minute, let's just put the guns away and do our own business properly. And it's other leaders saying, this is important for the country. Let's go for it. Here's the investment, state and federal governments. And, and, and state governments should be investing in sports facilities for all sports, for all sports. There's no question there's a, there's a chronic lack of these things. But to, you might have a bit of sympathy with this notion, Andrew. Mm. I think the pecking order should be the most international sports get the most. I'll vote for that. (laughs) That's what we've got to do. And, you know, to be honest, it's track athletics, it's basketball, and it's particularly soccer football are the Mm. ones that really the people on the planet take notice of us if we're good at them. Oh, I would suggest the ones you had second and third there, whether they were um, the way you actually rank them, Harps, I would think that they're the two that um, probably deserve to be one and two and you can – Take your pick as to what order you want it to be. I, I think I, so. So that's it. Well, Graham Arnold. What, I, I don't know whether I've missed any, you know, suggestions of what next. Or, but but is it his now until you know a, a major calamity or his choice to stand down? What what do we do with the coach uh, now? No, I don't. I don't think so. I don't think so. Um, I have to preface this comment by saying. All credit to him yep. and his players. Just an, an unbelievable achievement. And and all the glory that comes their way is thoroughly deserved and everything they've done is vindicated. End of story. But but I don't think it's a throw the it's a keys to the city job. I, I, I don't think that. I think um, you know, the the, the the qualifying campaign was far from problem free. Um, this in this enormous achievement in the World Cup, whilst you could, if you wanted now, an argument that all those hurdles along the way, they were all part of the grand plan for this for this brave loss against Argentina. Well, to me, that doesn't wash if people are trying to sell that. Yep. This, this, there has been a problematic period. Graham's had various opportunities with the national team. This is quite clearly his most resounding. And, and, and if he retired now, he'd be a hero. Um, but there are a couple of, if I could use the term, failed Asian Cups in there. Um, et cetera, et cetera. So uh, apart from all of that, however, um, it's been a long time, Graham Arnold Association as player and then coach has been a long association. And I don't think we need necessarily to be or feel limited to that by that. It might be time for Graham to use this as a springboard to a career in Europe. And, and why wouldn't he? Mm. Go, and, go and test himself there on the back of this outstanding achievement at the World Cup. Um, but because of this World Cup, I, I wouldn't feel completely comfortable in in just making a Graham's decision whether he stays or goes. I, I don't. Think, I wouldn't think that's the right thing. Harps, there's a lot to look forward to. Um, such is the nature of Asian football. Um, you know, if we're inclined as a sports loving nation to get up in the wee small hours uh, of tonight and tomorrow morning, we've got Japan and Korea up against Croatia and Brazil. So it just underlines, doesn't it, that, you know, in the Asian conference, there's three of the 16 get through, which is, you know, we know it's a bit harder to get into the World Cup from some parts of the world than perhaps others, but the quality of football playing nation that's coming out of this part of the world that we live in at the moment is getting deeper as every every, um, World Cup cycle goes by. And and it's completely a correlation of the amount of investments, the the lack of distraction from these countries, uh, now, we will never be. We'll never have a full 
focused view on football. It just won't happen because we've got too many interests in too many other sports. And I love that, actually. I love that. I don't call for a single focus in our national sporting identity. I don't expect that. I don't want it. Um, however, short of saying I'm expecting a single singular focus for football, <laughs> we have to open the lens on the game yeah. much more than this country has been prepared to do for 130 years. Yeah. It's time to put the shit away and say, let's back this thing in as best we can. Mm. Couldn't agree with you more. Uh, thanks, mate. We appreciate your time. Thanks for having me. Good on you. Well, Andy no, Harper, saying it like it is. Well, you know again. what? In, in fairness, they are having a fair swing at it. When you look at the Women's World Cup, that is a oh, no, huge a yeah. international yep. event. Yep. So there is a fair, a decent swing at it, which is great. And but, who knows what the legacy will be from that. But the legacy that we see is mostly going to be in facilities. You look at these, the money that's being spent, a, the, a significant portion of that 200 and whatever million you go to, is, go to is the, venues. Yeah, go to the Football Australia website. If you, it's, they've, they've laid it out really well, this Legacy, legacy 23. And you're right. I mean, the, the infrastructure spend across Australia is significant when you look at the numbers being thrown at it. What needs to happen is mm. I, I, people need to be held cent by cent, dollar by dollar accountable for this money to be spent the right way. That, that is absolutely crucial that every single – 276 mm. million – that's quarter of a billion dollars. Mm. This needs to be spent well, the right way. Yeah, related. it needs to be spent the right way. Mm. Make sure we do. You know what would be – how does this sit with us? Mm. 2032, we've got the Olympic Games coming out. Now, that's, that's only nine years. It's 10 mm. years away. Why don't we have a go at the – I don't know. Has the World Cup for 2034 been committed to yet? I don't think it has. Mm. Why wouldn't we have a massive crack at the 2034 well, World Cup? Because we allegedly lost about 60, 70 million bucks for one vote the last time we had a crack. If we... Uh, so it's expensive just it, to have a crack. Yeah, that is very true. So is, if, is you, if our, you had a choice of that or say, well, here we've got a budget of $70 million. Let's just spend that on, like Harp said, let's just build, build another, it yep. and they will come. Another couple as of one stadiums, wise man yep, yep. said. So you built these facilities, would that not be a greater legacy than going ahead and, and, and doing that? Well, if you know you're not going to get it, the answer to your question is a simple one. Mm, that's true. <laughs> you know that is very mean? true. But if you get the World Cup uh, and you've spent 70 million bucks on a couple of pitches as opposed to getting the World Cup, mm. I mean, we've got the World well, Cup I'm for women more, here. So I'm saying more grassroots so pitches. So they pitches. come to the world. They come here. You get more than two. All the crucial... Delegates are mm -hmm. going to be here next year for the Women's World Cup. They will. They're all going to be here. My word, they will. A lot of them will come back in nine years' time to sample the Olympic Games. Indeed, they will. So we've got two really good opportunities. Now, Now, I'm not – here I am. We understand our oh, I don't, I don't. I'm not naive you. anymore. Yeah. I'm not naive anymore. I would like to think that they come here and see what we can do, and it speaks for them. Speaks for itself. But that is not how it works. Oh, I no, think no, it's not. No, well, it's no, changed no. With no, it's the Olympics. not how it works. I think it's changed with the Olympics. Maybe uh, not, not, not with the FIFA. Oh, no, no. It's getting worse in the world for, mm. with FIFA. It's gotten a lot better with the Olympics, I think. Is that because a there's less better. people who are wholeheartedly wanting the Olympics? No. I, well, possibly. But I, I think it's more to deal with getting rid of the system that lends itself to corruption. You get rid of this oh. thing. I'm not saying there was corruption, but it, it lends itself to corruption. We, we, so now where are you saying there wasn't corruption? Well, the IOC. I, I just want to be very careful. I think there was, Andrew. Careful. I think there was Andrew. Well, I don't know. I think you can confidently say there might have been a little bit of argy bargy going on along the way. Perhaps allegedly, whatever it is, without <laughs> getting sued. So, uh, but but I think Andy, if you had the choice of a World Cup or 
seventy synthetic pitches where grassroots can play. Yep, yep. It's it's not a simple. No, no, I'm not. I don't I'm, think it's as simple to say the World Cup wins. No, I'm not. Ar- I'm not arguing with you. Yeah. I think you make a very valid point. Thank you. It's twenty two minutes past four. There's a lot there. Fallout from the World Cup campaign, twenty thirty four. How what? How do we make sure we Andy? we don't mm. you know waste this money? Give us a call. Well, one last question. Last thing I would say. Based on the, the feedback that I see off the temper text machine, yep. if some investment was made to half or even lower than half, whatever it may may be. The cost of play. 75% take off the cost of play. then And that introduces exponentially more participants. Oh, look out. We're on the podium.